0: Ladies and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Steady Miguel. It's Uncle Silk. This your boy Thirty Five, the All American, and Dan. We're back at the same corner at the same time. How's this yeah, Monday yeah, afternoon yeah. treating y'all, man?
1: It felt like Sunday today, bro. It was kind of like a holiday, but not. I don't know. Like some people was off, some people weren't.
2: Yeah, I always but, forget about President's Day.
1: <laughs> it's weird, right? So I, you know, I kind of. You know, I went home to my parents' house this weekend. It was like, woke up and my mom was there. So I felt like Sunday.
2: Yeah, it's weird. I uh, was talking to a client on Friday. He's like, Yeah, I'm off on Monday. I'm like, Oh, like, you taking it like PTO? He's like, No, we're closed. I'm like, For what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. President's right.
1: Day. So well, my shout, mom, out to, shout out to Presidents. Yeah, my mom work at a bank, bro. She's been at, at SunTrust for 35 years. So I was, I'm like, All right, we're sitting in the kitchen today. I'm like, Hey, mom, call my aunt. You know, she's like, Oh, she's at work. And I'm like, What? <laughs> She were at the courthouse, so I'm like, all right, bro. Like, I don't know who's off, who's who's at work. So the courthouse
0: here was off though, because my wife worked at the courthouse, so they're off. That's
1: what I'm saying. Well, the one the one in Monroe County in Key West was working. Then I seen the mailman, so I'm like, all right, bro, screw today. I don't oh, okay. to Try to understand.
0: Um, yeah, it's a it's a, a uh, part time federal ho- holiday, not a full time.
1: Yeah, it's part time,
0: man. For real. I wasn't mad at a three day weekend off of Valentine's Day. They they should make that like it's so much love on Valentine's Day. I just need the extra day off.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> i I get it.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm with, it. I'm with it. <laughs> Hey, was I got a? Uh, so remember last episode we talked about uh, how I went to that Fifty Cent concert. Oh, yeah. that, right. that, that private hangar, it got shut down. They, mayor of St. Pete, kicked that. the owner out. Yeah, he said you got to find a new place to be. So okay,
1: they
0: okay. kicked, they kicked they out the owners. Questions.
2: Yeah, the owner questions. said he said you got to go find a new place to be. So uh, so shout out to uh, to Fifty Cent for letting me join his private event, but uh, very sorry for the owner of that business. Hopefully he finds a, a new airplane hangar for himself. And then Kodak, oh, damn, Black, I, have,
0: I have I have questions, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've read the article on that guy that that got his. Sh- Little shindig taken yeah. down and they kicked him out of town or whatever. Uh, they said that the VIP couches weren't couches, they was actual beds. So. Oh, no,
2: no, no, no. That was uh, Kodak Black. He got a, a bar in Ebor shut down. Uh, oh, okay. So he was. Well, befri- I mean- he he performed at a uh, at a nightclub, I guess, or club in uh in Ybor City on that Friday night as well. And they try to make it that Miami vibe, kinda like bed or whatever down, down there in uh downtown Miami. And uh the city of Tampa shut them down the, the next day, saying that they turned their VIP into all these uh uh beds and, and everything else that that's against all their codes and everything else. So I think for a while they've been trying to get this club shut down. So this was their uh chance.
1: No, yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. You, you know wild. how it goes. Yeah, bro. Ebor so, City, bro. I, I seen them people shooting out at Super Bowl and all kind of stuff, bro. But yeah, it was,
2: just, it was a shooting. Well,
1: it's it's weird, dog, because we used to go to Ebor when we was like seventeen years old, bro. You know what I'm saying? Being close close to Tampa, that was like the thing to do on the weekend. So it's like, people still go to Ebor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Eboard. Yeah, they still to, be packed. It's shape yeah. up a little bit, yeah. Okay, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, ebor used to be a place that that you didn't go to. Yeah, for um, yeah, they they're changing it up a little bit now but uh but yeah that's wild so so shout out to the super bowl for uh for getting those those two pluses out of there you know
1: my boys um, lost, lost their job for the super bowl
2: so i
1: hope it was the, a good the, party my boys losing their organization yeah. for the super bowl <laughs> you think it, you think it was worth it no, i don't know bro
0: uh-huh, nah no, i don't think so bro. still got i mean you still got pay bills right yeah i'm, I'm trying, trying to tell you, you i, don't I don't think that enough but yeah, um yeah tom brady ain't going to pay your bills so
2: Speaking of Tom Brady, I did get to uh, to swing by the Super Bowl parade last Wednesday. Um, place was packed. It's an absolute madhouse.
1: I see, I see.
2: It was like a one o'clock on a Wednesday, and there was tens of thousands of people out and about.
1: Man, shout out to um Lorraine. Lorraine, the the uh Lombardi trophy maker's daughter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she got real upset. So do you see that?
1: Yeah, so, I've seen it, I've seen it. For the people who haven't seen it. Um, she's upset because she felt like basically Tom Brady. Um, it was an insult to throw the Lombardi trophy. Granted, I, I, Grant I see what they do with the Stanley cup trophy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> they got that, That's what you get when you put a, uh, a football on the top of it. What else are you
1: going to do? With it? What
0: else you want to do with it?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it's fun. not, it's not hard to offend people these days or, uh, to upset them. Um, <laughs> Yeah, even if it hit the water, who cares, man? It's a Super Bowl. People celebrating. It's not that serious. Make another one.
2: I don't. I don't even think she's like involved in the process at all. I think that she's just like the daughter of the silversmith. And she said, "Yeah, that this, she's- they he found
0: somebody that was mad. You no, found somebody that's mad, right?"
1: Bro, listen, I, I love the Lombardi Trophy, but it's been the same trophy since the first Super Bowl, bro. I think like what, like <laughs> dress it up or something. Put some diamonds on it or something. Dan.
2: If they if they think that that's the worst thing that's happened or that Super Bowl trophy is seen, then diamonds on a
1: Lombardi, Dan.
2: <laughs> you want to put some diamonds on?
1: It? Put diamonds on a Lombardi. All right. Well,
2: now you know who to reach out to, bro.
1: Go, go get Kodak to put diamonds on the Lombardi.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, we got a uh, we got a big show. We may have a guest. He's in the mountains right now, so his his signal is a little uh, wonky. So we'll uh, we'll let you know. Uh, but as always, this show is sponsored by our friends over at the Thomas Firm, which is going to help you with insurance claims for property damage to your home or business. Their lawyers have. Over 20 years of experience uh, dealing with roof damage and leaks from storms, water damage, hail damage, hurricanes, sinkholes, and fires. I think Cam was saying before the show started that the uh, the panhandle got wrecked a little bit. So give them a call. They do work all over the state of Florida. Uh, 813-221-2525. Again, that's 813-221-2525. TNTattorneys.com, the Thomas firm. So, boys, those dropped on us today. Got, hold on one second.
0: They, they got wrecked how? What? They got hit with some snow?
2: No, no, I think they just got some bad storms that came through. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was any tornadoes.
0: Snow. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The whole world, the whole country's on the snow, so I'm just trying yeah, right. to see if the panhandle got some little like
1: flutters or something. Not but yeah. uh, uh soon, I just got back to Gainesville. It's like it's like th- thunderstorming like right now. Literally, uh-huh. like a lot of thunder. So the whole sky was like lighting up with lightning on the way here. It's weird.
2: Um so we got dropped on us today that spring football practice is gonna start on Thursday. So uh feel like football just ended and now we're we're starting again. It's only been about six weeks. So um what
0: are your thoughts, so, boys? My thoughts are, uh, first of all, like out of the blue, this came out of nowhere that they like the pressers tomorrow. This is Monday night, so the pressers Tuesday. Um uh, do do you have any idea how this came about?
2: I don't um, we were I, we were pontificating a little bit before the show started uh, that it might be due to building in some uh, some space in there for uh, for covid protocol. If, if something might uh, shape up there.
1: Hmm. My uh, I, I did hear that some of them guys were on like Snapchat or like Instagram or something like shoulder pads on. So I thought it was kind of weird, too, because like, why you on your shoulder pads? Mm, are they trying to trying to fit them or what? You know what I'm saying? The new guys coming in. I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah I, mean, yeah. I guess they're getting them ready for uh, them, get, practice. That's what I'm saying.
1: Because I told my brother, I'm like, "Yes, yeah, spring about to start," and then we're like, "Wait, it's February." You know what I'm saying? And then, and then we got this news, so it's kind of kind of makes sense now.
2: So the orange and blue game is is usually like two months from now,
1: it's April 12th or something like that, around yeah. it's, April 12th yeah, yeah. through 14th or something crazy, right? right? Like the first Saturday or, something, or second Saturday. I'm sorry.
2: So that would be the. Just pull up the trust you'll or uh, calendar here, either the 10th or the 17th. So, yep. I mean, theoretically, I mean, that's, that's Run eight away. So either they're going to space out practice quite a bit here, or like I said, they're, they're trying to build in some COVID protocol, which seems smart. Uh, but with that being said, it is, uh, Gonna happen, so uh, we got practice. So, w- what what are you looking forward to seeing? Um, obviously, we've got uh, the quarterback shakeout with uh, Emory Jones taking the reins uh, with Anthony Richardson right behind him. But w- what other position battles are you guys looking to uh, to watch?
0: My first, my first take on like the spring being this quick, like the, the, that made the offseason season and conditioning program shorten as well. So, right. I, I'm not gonna expect a big change in, in, in bodies or or shrimp and all of that. We haven't had a whole lot of time for these uh, young boys to really get in the weight room. Um, It's shortened a little bit. That means it's longer on the back end before fall camp. So you still make up for that time. But just my expectations for some of these freshmen and some of these uh, bodies that I was looking forward to changing, uh, unless they were like red shirt guys. Some of the guys that didn't play a lot during the fall, they may have some, some changes that we'll see. But yeah, I'm not expecting a lot on that, on that front. Uh, I'm interested in quarterback battle and the running back battle, you know,
2: I
1: can I'm, on. I'm interested to see the linebacker battle as well. Um, you know, we we, we got to get somebody in there that's going that's going to make some plays. Um, I know Ventrell is going to do is going to Ventrell, um, but we got to get another solid guy in there um, to help him out a little bit. And in the secondary, um, we got some talented guys back there. I uh, just want to see us fly around a little bit. Also, Dan, the wide receivers, man, we're yep. we going to step up. I know they keep saying Cope. I know Cope's a great right. guy um, and he's a great player, but, man, we, we need somebody to step up. We need an alpha in that room as well. We always talk about alphas being on defense. Um, we, we need some alphas on offense as well. So who's going to be that alpha? Will it be Emery the quarterback, or or, or Anthony Richardson getting some looks, uh, you know, however that may be? Um, and might as well say the running back battle as well, too. Man, we got some some great guys back there that can tote the ball and tote the rock, some young guys back there, and some some guys that got to prove themselves and some guys that we thought was proven that still gotta prove themselves. So I'm I'm just uh, looking forward to it.
0: I am anxious to see my man Demarcus Bowman get busy because i I'm, I believe everybody knows that Dan Mullen likes to play seniority. He likes to play the, the guys that's been in the system a little longer. But I got a feeling that guys like Bowman and, and Linger got a potential to break off some big stuff and like spring practices and camp to like force his hand where it's gonna be hard to deny some of these guys. So that's the most thing I'm in uh the the most the most I'm excited about. Sorry. Most I'm excited about is the running back position for that reason. And also just the competition at wide receiver is gonna be yeah. nuts, man. It's like if you won't you want touches, you want looks, you gotta work for it, man, because there's a lot of competition. Yeah, no, a lot it, of, it, it, it's crazy. A lot I mean, of
2: replacement back there. Go ahead, Amon.
0: I don't mean to cut you off, Dan, but just you know, look at the last two, three years, bro.
1: You know, the, the, the talent that we had at wide receiver, the, the guys who all the people who touched the ball, you know, and I I look at these young guys coming in, in the college. Man, i go somewhere where they throw the, sling the rock around you know, and Florida is one of the places where we get a lot of guys involved.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and you have a lot of potential back there, right? There's still some names like, uh, you know, Rick Wells is back. Is this his breakout year? You have Jaquavion Frazier's and Jamarcus Weston. You have some young guys, you know, uh, Whittemore's back. Uh, You know, Justin Shorter is a guy that, you know, we expect to take a, a big leap forward. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You're replacing a lot of production there. Again, you know, Florida is able to do it this season from, from the previous season where they lost a lot of production, but again, they're going to send a couple guys to the NFL. And, you know, now there's a, an opportunity for these guys to step up. I'm curious to see how the, uh, the offensive line room shakes up. If at all, uh, you have Stuart Reese and Gene DeLance back, uh, but you are replacing Brett Hagee uh, stone. Forsyth is also uh, gone as well. So, you know, Richard garage is going to probably move over to that left tackle position. Uh, so, so, what happens with the offensive line and are they able to uh to 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 make that next step up or you know do when do we see more Braun and, and Michael Tarquin and a couple of these other guys that we've you know expected uh and we saw a little bit of last year. What is their role moving forward uh into next season and then you know the defensive line. Uh you know you we want to see you know Brenton Cox make that that next step up. Uh but I think that they're deep, you know, at that that buck uh position. So how that shakes out with, with Bogle and Chatfield and the, the rest of the guys there. Um, I think Zach Carter's in for a, for a big year as well. So uh, I, I am going to definitely be watching that. And then my, my final position battle is uh, besides what you guys have mentioned already, not to rehash is, you know, who's the other cornerback, uh, you know, that takes over, you know, is it, is this Jaden Hills opportunity uh, or is a guy like Jason Marshall going to come in, uh, in the, in the summer and, in? in take that from him. But this is Jaden Hill's opportunity to lock down that spot uh, on the opposite side of Kyrie Elam. So a lot of position battles to watch, a lot of replacement that we're, uh, we're going to be watching this
1: uh, spring. Hey, Dan. Yeah. What do you want to see that safety?
2: I want to see Trey Dean. Uh, I think that he is uh, probably in for a, a good season. Um, I think that he's a guy that for the first time in a, in a long time um, – you know, he's a guy that I think that the position change for him uh, is going to be good. I think that his confidence is back, you know, a bit from last season or from, pardon me, from the previous season before. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking to see uh, what he does outside of that. Um, I don't know, Black. Um,
1: this is crazy. I got, that's why I say I got to see. <laughs> I gotta see what we got going on. I know a lot of these guys. You know, they get. Hyped man, you up got
0: Torrance. Of- you got Travez, You got some McDaniel. Um, what's the, yeah, the other freshman? Mc- so, yeah, so you that's, got that's, the potential that's, that's, back there. They got, all got a lot of potential,
2: people. but they, they weren't even playing safety last. I mean, Torrance was a little bit, but but that's you know, what I'm Trevez saying. Man. was playing a lot of star. We, yeah,
1: we got a lot of guys that's coming out of high school who you know say, hey, we're gonna put them at safety, or you know, who who got proven film, who can who who can definitely play it, but it's just who we gonna put back there. You know, you gotta go out there and actually do it. So gonna be interesting. Who
2: do you who do you have? So you have Johnson or Torrance with trading?
0: I think the biggest thing gonna be um just watching like how the new coaches develop these guys most importantly, because we we've recruited them, we got the names back there we got the talent back there. The biggest thing is we got new staff back there. So the biggest thing, the most most important thing I wanna see this 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 uh spring is how they getting coached up. Um how are these guys getting lined up. Are my safeties getting better? Are they understanding coverages and, and getting us in and out of things and not looking confused? I think that's the the, the major thing and the, the biggest difference we need to see with the new coaching and the new staff, man. Um, I think a lot of those guys have potential. I think um Dean has the potential to move up a lot of draft boards. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the physical abilities and he's starting to put it together a little mentally. and We start to see him make some plays last year. So I think Dean could play it. I uh, like um the potential of of Torrance, like the potential of Mordecai McDaniel. Um, I like Travis Johnson at the start And maybe and I think he's athletic enough to go play On the back end um, at safety So it's a, it's a lot of guys I like But it's going to come down to the coaches Developing these guys and letting them You know what I'm saying, teaching them How this thing go And know what the hell they're doing on Saturdays when, when the whistles get blown
2: yeah, I hope it. I hope it clears up a bit because if Florida goes in, and Florida recruited the safety position well uh, this past uh, this past cycle, so you're definitely going to you know, probably expect some of those guys to get some some playing time uh, this year. But uh, looking back at it, if you have to rely on on these freshmen that haven't enrolled yet that are coming onto campus, uh, I'm the position I'm doesn't
1: look too pretty. It don't look it don't look too good for us. So. You know, hopefully we, we we can get some guys developed. One and, thing and that's about, nothing
2: against Corey Collier or, or Yeah, yeah nothing, nothing, but nothing,
1: but, get, nothing against you guys. I just feel like, you know, it's, it's a lot to take in. I mean, we had guys out there last year who've been here for four or five years and, and still looking to the sideline for the plays and don't know what's going on. So right now is the time where we clean all that shit up when there's no real game. Right? Right. We don't want to wait to the game week and then the coaches get in the pressure and they're like, oh, we're gonna work on that. No, absolutely not. You're not gonna work on that. You work on that shit right now, bro. <laughs> you right do to is work on work, it, right? Work on it right now. Right now.
2: Yeah, I think Trevis Johnson probably played more star last year just because there was probably a better opportunity uh, to play uh, last season. Um, I'm you know curious to watch Kamar Wilcoxon's, you know, advancement as well um, as a defensive back, and then you have you know some some strong Um, you know, players back there that, that didn't play uh, this past season, Jahari Rogers and Avery Helm who were in that defensive backfield as well, uh, who are uber talented. They just didn't get much playing time, you know, so how that room shakes up. I think you have a lot of question marks for the first time at uh, at the cornerback position and at the safety position, you know, Florida had the same, you know, group of four safeties for, for two seasons in a row uh, and, you know, a lot of people want change. A lot of people wanted new names and new faces back there. Well, you're definitely going to get a lot of new names, and a lot of new faces this season.
0: Uh, just speaking right back to the script and conditioning, one of the things I wanted to see from Avery him and Jahari Jahar Rogers, even Jaden Hill was those guys get a little bigger. They just didn't look like SEC def- defensive backs when they got on the field last year, even with Kimbrough, who ended up at Michigan State. Shout out to Kimbrough. Yeah. Um, all those guys, I think, needed a good offseason. So um, just I don't think I'm going to see that at this spring. You know, I think we'll see how big they get, how more physical they look coming into the fall camp. But I think all those guys need to put on some size.
2: Yeah. Any other position battles um, that you guys are are looking out for? Or any
0: like, other storyline? I, 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 I don't. I, I know the the storyline is is going into a fall. Really, is going to be we just extended uh, C Rob Christian Robson, the linebacker coach. Mm-hmm. I think the storyline is going to be that linebacker run.
1: Okay, yeah, exactly. I think mean, I think we need to put eleven on the edge again. That's just
0: my opinion. Yeah, he's just better going after making making people like in pass rush situations. Man. Yeah, yeah
1: we, we don't need you trying to take on the, right. the lead block or the, or the or the pulling guard. We don't need you right. doing that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you take on that tackle at the end of the line, or, and, and you handle him. That's what we need to put him at. So,
0: yeah, he you don't. Know, he looks a little out of position when he's playing middle linebacker. To me, you know, I'm not an expert. I didn't play on, on in the SEC or the NFL or anything like that. But to me, he looks like he's out of position. Like his natural position is standing up and rushing the pass off the edge, like you say, Ahmad. So, um, it's gonna be see what we're gonna see what Tyrone Hopper could do. Yep. Um, all the guys that see Rod brought in, it's all his guys now. So it's time to shake and bake. Yeah. Either these guys can or they can't.
2: Yep. And you have. You know, Diabate, where it is, you know, he played a bit of linebacker, played, you know, some of that that buck position as well. You know, but they also put him, I feel like they put him in at middle linebacker sometimes too, or definitely inside linebacker. Uh, you know, but like you said, Derek Wingo, Tyron Hopper, this is their opportunity uh, to make an impact. We'll see. Ventro Miller uh, as well. This is an opportunity for him. You have Antoine Powell, uh, who, you know, was a freshman redshirt this season. And you have what Lloyd Summerall, who plays that Buck, also linebacker position as well. So there's there's some opportunity, but we're, we're thin in that middle linebacker group, and so this is where you need your your
0: I mean what, you, your what, guys what, that what, you uh, recruited
2: to step up.
0: You didn't even you didn't even mention uh, Amari Bernie. Um, that's just another guy that got to de- get developed. So I say all eyes is on C Rob for, for me as far as Burnie staff. Didn't
2: graduate, so? And, and no, now he's got uh, another this year didn't even count him on, so he's got oh, two more God. years. Um
1: I he said that he man. I thought I thought my boy shoot took him
2: with him. Black's been looking at all the mock drafts, weren't wondering where Amari Bernie's name was.
0: I thought
1: I seen the third round or something.
2: I thought I- that's what you thought you saw. Yeah, um man. yeah, I I don't know. You, know. you have James Houston back, right? Um you know, but you. you Houston, you have,
1: Houston, the Houston transferring? Eh? Oh no! Oh, he's transferring.
2: He did. I, my apologies. My apologies. I had Jeremiah Moon back, right? Or is he going to the draft? I,
0: I got lost on who decided to stay and who did. No, I'm sorry. Moon is coming back. Moon, Moon
2: coming, moon back. Is coming back. That's right. And then Jar and James Houston transferred. That's that's my apologies. Transfer. So just looking at the roster from last season, uh, you know, David Reese, you know. Is he going to get any playing time? You know, he's in a, a weird, you know, body size uh, between safety and linebacker. He didn't get much opportunity, but but this is the room that they recruited. So, uh, you know, Dewan Black is supposed to make it on the campus sometime, some way. Uh, he you know, must
0: get at this point. He,
2: he's absolutely a must get, and I think that he's a guy that's talented enough to play. Uh, I right. probably pump the brakes a little bit on him being like a day one starter, like the internet thinks. But
1: what's the what's the hold-up now? I thought he, I thought he
2: was straight. Ahmad, there's sometimes that people just have hold, but holdups, and they just all, they're this type of people that always have holdups. This time it's, it's one class.
1: <laughs> all right. He, he, so it's one he, of those. All right. He,
2: he has told us that he will be on campus in May. So okay, we will let's follow. It. Yeah, let's, let's bookmark this conversation. For I'm gonna, I'm
0: gonna go out on this limb. Uh, if he's on campus in May, not like no late fall. Or, no late summer shenanigans. If he's on campus in May, dang, I think the one's good enough to start and athletic enough to start on what we got on the field. That's no, safety? One of them I'm spots. Better. One of them I'm spots. Hey, I wouldn't mind seeing them at safety, but I think they're going to play them at linebacker. Okay.
2: I think they need to. Well, I guess they need to play them at safety too. We've got a lot of question marks in that that kind of middle six or middle five.
0: Right, I think I think if you get your best eleven on the field, I think him at linebacker makes the most sense. It's from yeah, a versatility, yeah, he might be a little undersized,
2: but I think, like you said, versatility. All right, but,
1: but he's a he's the type of guy we've been we talking about the
0: best eleven on the field supposedly. No, but he's the, the type out. of guy. He's the type of guy when we talk about like like. We try to find guys that could probably do different things instead of getting like Bama go gets these guys like the one black that are already athletic and can play linebacker, not get a safety and try to make him a linebacker because he's a big safety, right? Like the one can go play linebacker right now. He's like he got the mentality the of a Lord. linebacker, right, 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 right. We we got Bernie. Bernie don't have a linebacker mentality. Like he, that's what I'm the, saying.
1: He's like, not, not a bad player, so I, I don't want it to seem like that, but just. I feel like every time, you know, if he's, if, if he's available, they're going to try to put him at linebackers. And I don't like that. That's what I don't like, Dan.
2: No, I, I get it. Right. You want to be able to put people that are recruited for that position to play that position. We got a lot of, they got a lot of tweeners, right? It's a lot of, we wanted to recruit for athleticism. And in the meantime, we forgot that you need some size and you need some mentality for certain roles and certain positions. And so there's, there's some gaps there.
1: Hey, Dan, what's up with Wingo?
2: I don't know.
0: That's another one. He's he's that type of kid. He's just too athletic to keep him off the field. Like right. they need to find a, a way to get Wingo on the field. Like the talent is there. Like we got some some guys that could run around, do some flips, and <laughs> some athletic big guys. That that guy has some incredible high school film. They did some good things, man. So like it's coming down to the development at that position. All my eyes is at the linebacker spot. That that position you got to get better.
2: I am excited to see uh, Gervin Dexter. Uh, I think that he's gonna really make uh, yes, some, some steps up uh, Zach Carter um, you oh, know, yeah. we, we talked a little bit about the the, the, the uh, defensive end a second ago but Princely UmMa um, you know he showed some things um, in the Alabama game and in the uh, Oklahoma game. I think that he's a guy that can can step up but F- floor is gonna need some help with the defensive tackle position. you're replacing you know some depth with Kyrie Campbell. Um, and and Slayton uh, moving on. Well, has Slayton decided yet?
0: <laughs> yeah, Slayton's going pro. Is,
2: is Slayton's going pro. That's what, oh he did sign an agent a few weeks ago. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but so with Slayton and Campbell leaving, uh, you, you've got some uh, gap to make up there. Uh, and you didn't recruit the position super well for a long time, so your, your body size is uh, or your body count is 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 low there. So they're going. I think they're
0: finding defensive tackle with infusing those transfers. Yep. Yeah, I think I think they're they're fine. Um, wise, I don't think we had a top tier talent we should have at that position. I think, but I think we're we're fine with um and we'll get by next year. But we do need to recruit elite defensive tackles. Um, yeah, and this will just, be a
2: time to see if Jalen Lee and and Lamar Goods, um, are you know fit to play uh, as well. They were recruited for that for that position, so this is a time for them to to show up or, or show out. We're excited. We'll we'll talk about it, obviously, as we know more. But speaking, talk about things, let's shout out our next sponsor, Roof Soldier. Uh, They are a veteran-owned company that's going to specialize in all aspects of residential and commercial roof replacement and repair. So if you've experienced any roof leaks or damage to your uh, your roof, give them a call. They'll help you with a free inspection. 817-ROOFS-FL. Again, that's Sorry, not 817, sorry, one eight seven seven roofs fl Again, that's one eight seven seven roofs fl or you can visit RoofSoldier.com. Tell them State Miguel sent you, and they'll take a couple hundred bucks off of your roof replacement. Um, we'll talk a little bit about some other Gator news here. Jules Montaner uh, announced today on Twitter that his recruiting territory is Polk County. Shout out to Ahmad in Hillsborough County. Shout out to me. We'll have to get him on and ask him about uh, where he thinks Plant City is. Anyway, so that's his recruiting territory. We thought <laughs> we thought that that might be just because of his uh, his time there at USF and being from Naples and all. But um, is that what you guys thought as well?
0: Dan, you don't know nothing about recruiting. Uh, you said he, he's in where? He's in
2: oh, Hillsborough? Polk County and Hillsborough County. Dan, so Dan, 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 got,
1: Dan, got, Dan got more Plant City slander, so I'm, I'm going to be in his inbox later on. Yeah.
0: The the temp- that's like the- from there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that <laughs> like, makes sense of, of the area yeah. he would cover in Florida, though, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Tim Brewster looks like he's maybe moved down to South Florida.
0: Makes that, sense as that- well. Yeah. yeah. Makes I
2: like sense. that move. Yep. Uh, um, a guy that I'll has let-
0: previous South Florida ties. He <laughs> landed Dalvin Cook at Florida State. He's landed a lot of uh, Irma Lane and open boys, and he's done some work down in Miami. So uh, that makes a lot of sense with Brian Johnson leaving that area.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Don't uh, have any other updates in terms of recruiting territories. I would imagine that that is going to come up and shake out here pretty soon. Florida did get a kicker to join their class of 2021 today. He's going to be walking on. I believe it's Adam, pardon me, Milak is his last name or Milak. Uh, he's the number two kicker in the country, according to Cornblue Kicking, uh, which is a recruiting service that ranks kickers and long snappers and punters. Um, so bringing on the number two kicker in the country as a walk-on uh, is a welcomed addition. So welcome, Adam Milik. Other news somewhat surrounding the uh, Gator Sports Program is um, your former teammates, Amon, uh, Marquise Pouncey, and Mike Pouncey both announced uh, late last week that they would both be retiring. They combined for 13 Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, and six trips to the postseason. So, Ahmad, you said that Marquise Pouncey was the best player you ever played with uh, in high school. So, um, your thoughts on the Pouncy brothers retiring?
1: Um, well, you went a little bit too far there. You said the best NFL player from my high school. The best oh. high school player I played with, Chris Rainey. He's not even close. Oh, okay. Christopher Rainey. Christopher Gerordis Rainey. Hmm. Anyway. Very um, good. But, you know, the Pouncey Twins, is, they, they, they've they always been, you know, huge specimens, you know, on the field. They always were, <clears throat> you know, the biggest players on the field. And, um, you know, Chris Rainey wouldn't have had, you know, half the runs without these guys. I mean, I remember one of our, our favorite plays was a counter. And in high school, Marquise Pouncey played guard and Mike Pouncey played tackle. And we had a counter and both of both of them pull at the same time. It's insane. Um, so just imagine going through both pounces, and you got to tackle Chris Rainey. Um, but you know, when all of us decided to come to Florida, man, that was super cool. Um, from from day one, those guys were, were hard workers, and that's one thing about them. Um, you know, they got to the to to the college level and the NFL level and they just took off. You know, their work ethic is is amazing. You guys don't know, when we were down in Miami a few times with them, um you know, we we would go out and you know have fun and be out till four and five in the morning, and those guys would be up at seven in the morning to work out. You know, and that's the dedication they mm-hmm. had. And um, <clears throat> from from you know from high school, they they always you know wanted wanted success. So um, shout out to those guys and everything they accomplished.
2: That's incredible. Uh, shout out to, to Marquise Pouncey, obviously an incredible player uh, at UF, uh, played both guard and center. Uh, shout out to Mike Pouncey, who as a freshman uh, was tasked with uh, playing defensive tackle, uh, moved back over to the guard position, then finished his career at center. Uh, hey, but to- hold on,
1: Mike, Mike Pouncy, Mike Pouncey finished his career with more interceptions, more, um, more interceptions than a lot of DBs that come through. I'm just saying, we got an interception against Michigan.
2: Shout-out to Mike Pouncey's interception uh, record. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike Pouncey has the record for interceptions by offensive linemen. It's probably at UF. I can see it. Um, let's see. Other, uh, other Gator news. Uh, Shout-out to uh, the student athletes on the, uh, the football program. 27 uh, scholarship players. Uh, made the SEC Fall Academic Honor Roll. If you count the walk-ons, uh, the Gators placed 55 honorees on the list, which breaks the SEC League record, uh, which was previously held by Arkansas at 47. Uh, so shout-out to these boys, uh, including Kyle Trask, Malik Davis, Naquan Wright, uh, and the list goes on and on and on. So shout-out to those boys for putting their education um, as a high priority. Let's get into a little bit of Mac uh, mock draft talk uh matt miller um who has his own website now previously a bleacher report i believe uh has kyle pitts going number four which is the highest i've seen him uh Kadarius tony going at 19 uh so i want to get your thoughts on those two and then he's got three more gators going in the draft um you, you guys think that kyle pitts could go at number four
1: that's super yeah, high but i think yeah, he can
0: yeah definitely um I think he's, the, in my opinion, like his four-skills position, he could be the top guy um, very easily. I don't know what the workout's going to say and do. It's, it's a weird year for all that type of stuff. But, yeah, I can see him going top five. Um, no no, no later than top ten. Two top ten picks two years in a row. You know what I'm saying? That, that'll work. Canary's Tony at 19 is also the highest
2: I've seen him. Uh, does that seem like a, a right spot for him as well, or do you guys think that might be a little high?
1: Um, I mean, he, he got a talent to go there. I mean, that, that, guy, that guy's a, a, another workaholic. He, uh, you know, he, he, see how he changed his game. Um, when he, when he buys into coaching and do, and do what he, what he's asked, um, he's one of the guys that can be real explosive and, uh, change the game. So I, I can see him going there.
0: I think it's gonna come down to what, what he runs. Um, yeah. like that's I said, the, that's the, the big workouts. Portion. Yeah, the workout's going to be different this year and weird because they're not at the combine. So it was, I'm interested, just interested to see how all this plays out. But I think if Kaderi going to run a 4-4, four, four, he solidify himself in the first round.
2: Uh, he also had Kyle Trask at number 51. He seems to have dropped obviously quite a bit from the first round. Um 51 puts him in the middle of the uh, the second round. I think that's a good, probably a good landing spot for him, somewhere between about 40 and 55.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I, mean, I got him I got him uh, late second, early third round tight okay. pick, third round. So I got him at uh I would hope he could sneak into the first round. I think he's a he's put up like first round tight numbers, but yeah, I don't know what these NFL scots look at. Like I've been telling people that for a while. Like It's going to be different um, when it's time for him to get drafted because they don't just look at the pretty balls and the and the stats and what we see, so it's going to be interesting.
2: The next name that he listed, do you guys want to guess what the next name that he listed at number 125 is? I don't
0: know. Sean Davis?
2: No, sir. Mr. Marco Wilson at 125.
0: Very good, Dan. Yeah, that-
1: when <laughs> when I saw that, <laughs> very good. I, I,
2: I just about had to close the screen out. Um, do you guys think Marco Wilson gets drafted?
1: In all in all <laughs> seriousness, I think he. I think he could. I ain't even gonna lie. I think. I think somebody take a chance on him. Um, you know his athletic ability. Uh, the, late. Yeah. Late.
0: I think he's going to test really good.
2: I think that he's going to have to test completely off the chart, and I I, I don't see him. I, I don't see it. I, I think once you put the film on and everything else, it's just it's going to be tough. Um, obviously, you had the uh, the shoe throwing incident, but also you know you had the celebrations and, and kind of all that. And I think some teams are going to worry about his maturity. Um, I think
0: just a lack of playmaking. Um, just didn't didn't get any interceptions and make a lot of you know it wasn't a lot of plays just being made. It wasn't a lot of good. He didn't have good seasons after his freshman year, after the surgery. I don't think he ever really bounced back. Um, can he still bounce back and have a good pro career? Yeah, they can make that happen. Um, Shout so out to Brian Poole. He went undrafted. I thought he, he should have been, been drafted, but he went undrafted and then he's made himself a lot of money, man. Uh, oh, yeah, but got Brian, Brian Poole is making a, a
1: little bit more plays, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not comparing to, uh, I'm just comparing the undrafted. Yeah, but he thing. undrafted. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah got you. that's the only thing I'm comparing because yeah, like, I thought Brian Elvis should have been. Uh, Brian Poole, I'm sorry. I thought Brian Poole should have been drafted. I thought he was robbed, robbed of not being invited to the combine and all of that stuff. Like he was robbed big time. But, I mean, you could go undrafted free agent and still make yourself some money so he still could shake back. But I don't think he completely bounced back and, sh- and shook off that from that injury. just haven't seen it, you know, because he, he showed a lot of promises freshman year and it just have not been the same. And but, um, it, Right you know? now, I don't, I don't think he is. I don't think he's drafted, but I hope I'm wrong.
2: And then finally, Sean Davis at number 179.
0: I think Sean had a good – he had a good senior bowl, man. Yeah. Um He makes some noise like that. I think Sean has a shot to get drafted.
2: Yeah, um, I was a bit surprised not to see Trayvon Grimes on here. Um, I was a little bit surprised not to see Slayton on here now that you reminded me that he's uh,
1: draft eligible I, I think, as well. I think Grimes will go for sure.
2: Late. I think that Grimes was productive in the Senior Bowl. I thought he had a productive year. I think Grimes.
0: I think Grimes, Grimes of some board. I think Grimes gonna go like third, fourth round, bro. It's not gonna be oh, wow. real late. Yeah. You know
1: what I think, Late. I was. I was thinking late. That's like yeah. about Phil.
0: No. When that big motherfucker go. I'm sorry. When, when, <laughs> when, 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 when big Grimes go run this four four. what how he had a good Senior Bowl as well. Uh He got a lot of touchdown catches. The, the production is there. I think when he go runs in front of these scouts, I think he's going to make himself some money, third, fourth round. That's where I got him at.
2: Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see. Um, Obviously, everybody has an opinion when it comes to mock draft time. Uh, We are going to be doing pro days instead of combines. They're going to be doing some combine interviews and and stuff like that. Uh, But outside of that, it's going to depend a lot on their pro days and and what they're doing. So, um, you know, Matt Miller had five Gators being drafted, so – um, and then a uh, consecutive year where uh, potentially get a top ten draft pick. Let's get into a couple other pieces of big news. And Ahmad, we're coming up to your segment here soon. So this segment's brought to you by our friend Lee Friedland at the law firm of Friedland and Associates. So if you've been in a auto accident, have an issue with medical malpractice, nursing home cases, criminal matters, or personal injury, give him a call at 1-895-INJURED, and visit his website at yourfighthourbattle.com. Lee Friedland's a great guy. He's going to help you. He's based down there in Miami or in uh, Miami-Dade County. Really awesome guy, double gator, loves loves the orange and blue, loves gators. Uh, so give him a call, 1-895-INJURED, yourfightourbattle.com. Again, that's Lee Friedland at the law firm of Lee Friedland & Associates. Ahmad, this is your time to shine, my friend. Florida Gators Gymnastics beats – Number two, LSU. Trinity Thomas recorded the fifth best score in NCAA history. Break it down for us, Ahmad.
1: Dan. So, here. So, I called about this (laughs) game. I I, I was calling a a, a friend about this game um, that lives out that in Louisiana. Not this game, this meet. And it was a big one. And uh, let's just say, Dan, my whole night, Friday night, consisted of an angry nine-year-old an upset nine-year-old at at david buster's then like she like I, I almost took my daughter outside and you know had to get it right uh so uh, she was just,
2: she happened? was just
1: being rude because they the whole the whole match the Florida was down yeah the L- literally the entire match we came there, we came home and i i didn't i didn't i didn't see it they had it on TVs <clears throat> my daughter was watching it and whatnot um, I honestly wasn't trying to watch it because she was in a pissy mood. I didn't even want to be part of it there. We came home and she was still in a pissy mood as we we're walking in the house. So she kept, she comes in the house and I happened to walk, walk back outside and I told her to, <clears throat> to fix herself. I walked back outside and checked my phone and they said, we won. So I'm the one who came, went back inside and broke the news to her. And you should have saw her face. It was like, it was like Christmas morning. And I'm like, bro, like, but I saw Trinity Thomas, and I saw some some of the girls in their their routines and whatnot. Man, it's, it's it's a hell of an effort. I mean, my daughter said they were down a whole point at one point or something like that. They were. So, yeah. So to come back from that, that that's insane.
2: Yeah, there was uh, reading the timeline. I, I didn't get to watch the meet, but I read the timeline a bit during it, and then you know, reading a bit afterwards, it seems like there might have been some home cooking by some of the judges, uh, giving some LSU folks some some good scores. I, I know somebody fell, or maybe fell twice and got a great score. So regardless way to fight back way to show up. Um, I was reading the, the article from, uh, from the Gators beat uh, on the, uh, on the match over the weekend. And uh, they said that there was some people on Twitter that thought Trinity Thomas could have got four tens, um, you know, on, on her different uh, performances throughout the night. So shout out to her. It seems like Florida's got a real legend uh, in her and to get the fifth best score in NCAA histories. Incredible to do it, to overcome um, some home cooking. Uh, and to come from behind is a, is a major, major, major accomplishment. So shout out to them. Other pieces of news: Gator lacrosse, which is ranked number eight, uh, beat Louisville. Four players made the American Athletic Conference. Um, the list for Kara Trombetta made Defender of the Week. Sarah Resnick was tabbed as Freshman of the Week, and Grace House and Shannon Cavanaugh each earned honor roll spots. So, shout out to Gators female lacrosse. Uh, in softball, the Gators uh, had a uh, had two matches against uh, USF or two games against USF. And uh, Carla Eichels was announced as the SEC Player of the Week. Listen to this, Ahmad. She went six for six in the doubleheader with USF with a double, a triple, a home run, and six RBIs. It is oh, the best like, like
0: ever
2: in yeah. program history.
0: She sounded like me. I oh, man.
2: I can see why you said that you were the best football player to ever come out of your high school. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, not, not for real. So, really
0: said that in touch, y'all. He <laughs> sure did.
2: He did. And all I wanted, was just put a tweet out there. I waited, I waited patiently. Uh,
0: so, so shout no, out. No, it's probably the, the, on the realest of reals. Uh, I'm from Berkeley, but I went to Royal Palm Beach High School. So it's probably Frederick Johnson, bro. Just left. Uh, just left UF. He's playing NFL ball now. So it's probably Big Fred. My school's not that old, man. I was the, the second graduating class out of there.
2: Oh man, you, st- you 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 put a standard for the rest of the athletes to live. Yeah, when on.
0: I left, I was the GOAT, Dan.
2: <laughs> I'm sure your pictures all over. <laughs> I remember at my high school, it's it's wild. Like growing up, I mean obviously being in high school, I saw all the pictures of people. And my high school started, I think, in like 77, 78. I seen all the pictures of people from like the 70s and 80s. But here kids are gonna be and they're gonna see uh you know Uncle Silk up there.
0: Yo, it's gonna my be wild because you're gonna have picture, hair and
2: all in those photos.
0: My pictures are up there for real, for real.
2: <laughs> oh man! Uh, so shout out to um, to um, to the Gator softball program. Also, congratulations to uh, State of Miguel alum J.C. Deacon and his golf team, uh, which rallied at the Gator Invitational uh, and finished with a 15-under par final round. They won the Gator Invitational. They were down by six. To number two in the country, LSU, heading into the final round and beat them by 14 strokes. So, shout out to the Gators golf team, Ben's golf team. Big strokes. Big, sh- <laughs> Gators baseball kicks off on Friday against Miami. That'll be a home opener uh, opening the new stadium there. Uh, we we're going to try to get Nick Delatorio on, but he's celebrating Valentine's Day yes or uh, today because he couldn't do it yesterday. So we'll get him on at some point to talk about the uh, the Gators baseball program, and then men's basketball returns on Tuesday after a very extended COVID uh, break, and they're going to take on number twenty four Arkansas. So a lot of things happening in Gator sports, and they all seem to be jiving right now.
0: All right, what time for uh, the good folks at Brown Insurance and Financial Services? Anything you need insured from the panhandle to the keys, hit my man Greg up, 954-589-2204. Big coverage, big policy. Nobody's doing it better than Brown Insurance and Financial Services, man. I'll at my man Greg.
2: They sure are. not They sure real are. Real quick,
0: real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Anybody on the staff, I know y'all be listening to our show, so you know, anybody <laughs> on the staff, if y'all could hook me up with them Jordans that just came out. State Miguel, we, we would appreciate. we would be very appreciative of, of a pair of those shoes, huh, Ma? Right?
1: I'm trying to tell you. I, you I, gotta I, break outside. I'm trying to tell you, give me something, man. You gotta yeah. you got you, you gotta send me a box. Hey, listen, the boys, if you're in the league, man, you got a you get a nice little box, uh silk. nice box too i seen some of the boys open the boxes on, on Instagram and stuff.
0: Word? They ain't seen you nothing?
1: Know? Nah, 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 you got to you gotta be playing actively. You ain't getting oh. get no box if you ain't playing actively.
0: Ah, that's both
2: true in real life and about Jordans, huh?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, you, see, you see life.
1: You see? Yeah, man.
2: I, <laughs> so, I, I be man.
1: wondering where my box be at. I, I just don't be wanting to go in there and beg. I ain't even going. Whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't even going to so. You know what I'm saying? So I just let him, you know.
2: Ahmad's married now. He's learning. Um. So when you were in, um, when you when you pl- when you played in the league of mod, were they uh, were they sending you stuff or is that oh, yeah,
1: like I a got relatively a, new yeah, thing? Yeah, I got, I got some bo- Yeah, I got a couple boxes in the league. They take care of
0: the players. I boy. bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna count it. When the players in the league, they take care of you. Yeah, 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 for sure. So. <laughs> they <I> sure do. <laughs> you work more see, huh? <laughs> um, hey, so, real quick, real quick, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Do y'all think, uh, I mean, obviously, there's not gonna be any access by the media though, right? Like, what's what, what we have with that for spring? What's the access? That's what I was saying. I, no, that was
1: I would imagine
2: not.
3: Right.
0: Um, absolutely,
2: they, they, they've, been, they've been very tight lipped about media and probably availability there. I would imagine that outside of your Zoom press conferences with Dan Mullen and the other staff members, uh, that you're probably not going to see much outside of what you get from uh, from Scott Carter and uh. Um, Chris Harry that cover for the, uh, for the Gators in terms of actual media. Um, So, you know, that uh, lips will be tight. Um, Information will be leaked that needs to be leaked and wants to be leaked. Uh, But for the most part, expect everybody's doing well, expect there's great position battles. Everybody's fighting hard. Uh, Everybody's trying to earn a spot. Position battles are open and kind of the same stuff that you always hear.
0: Hey man, anybody on the team or the staff wanna, you know, be my insider, just holler at me as well. DMs are open.
2: We sure are. I'll I need I need
0: the truth, man. I want to know what's going on. Like it's like this is what's gonna kill me about this pandemic and all this stuff, man. Like no access. Like this this time of the year is gonna be strange because we all want to know what's going on. Um give me your give me your uh receivers, the four receivers you think in camp as starters. Are you prepared for that?
2: No, but I'll try. Justin Shorter, Trent Whittemore. Um, Jacob Copeland, and Xavier Henderson. Xavier Henderson, yeah. There you go. I knew I forgot somebody big. Yeah. Those are my yep. four. You got some speed. You got some size. You got mm-hmm. a white.
0: Yeah, you got to keep it balanced. Yeah, I like yeah. I like that four. That's what I had. That's the four I had.
2: For what's your first off the Ahmad? Do you have a different four? Or is that your four? No, that's my
1: four. That, that's yeah.
2: Who's your first off the uh, off the bench?
0: I mean, got to be Rick Wells. That's <laughs> yeah, <yeah>, got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, so as long as Andre Debos has, he's almost like a graduate assistant recruiter assistant at this point.
2: Rick Wells is going to graduate with like seven doctorates. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it's gotta be Rick Well. I think Rick Will is gonna have a productive year though. You, you know, like uh Mullen likes to play the the senior guys. Yep. So, uh, so, so he so started that, getting some balls mean, thrown by, his way.
1: What you mean by productive? Uh
0: no, you can't well, just well, productive. Yeah, i think I think he get like four or five touchdowns, something like something like that. That's good for him. Get out of here, you know what I'm saying? Some film. I don't know. I don't think he'll go crazy with no yards, nothing like that. Uh but I think he's going to make some possession catches and things like that and move some sticks. Okay. He know where to be. Um, I, I think – Him and Emery got a relationship. They right. hang out a lot. So, I think that chemistry is going to pay off for him a okay. little okay. bit. Yeah.
2: Okay. I was that just going to say, I, I think Silky make a really, really good point there about chemistry. Um, Rick Wells is obviously second-team guy last season. Emery Jones was thrown to a lot of the second-team guys. I think they've got good chemistry there. He's been in the program for a while. Um, we've known and we've talked about how we think that this offense is going to change a bit. So I think that there's going to be, you know, more running and with that, there's going to be some more blocking uh, required. And I think Rick Wells is probably a guy that, that can do that. Um, And so I, I think that he's going to probably get more playing time than the stats are going to show for, for him.
0: I agree. I think he's going to be on special teams as well. I think he's going to be, he's going to be one of them guys that can step up and and bring some leadership. Um, I think he's pretty vocal. I think the guys around him, but regardless of him starting to get a lot of playing time, I think the guys around the team respect him. So um, we'll see. I think he's first off the bench. We could do the same position for the secondary. I think we'll do that, and then linebackers and all that. Such and such. Yeah,
2: we can definitely do that. We can definitely do that. Uh, Do you guys want to talk about tight end real quick? I mean, obviously, Florida has has a commitment from Eric Gilbert. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's going to be coming on in May. Uh, Obviously, very productive his first year at LSU. Uh, You know, but Florida does return. You know, some, um, you know, productivity from the tight end, uh, tight end room as well. And they're bringing in two new guys as well uh, that are freshmen. But how do you think that that shakes out in the spring with Eric Gilbert not being a part of that? And then do you think that Eric Gilbert coming in immediately puts him, you know, at the top of that depth chart?
0: Yeah, I think he's a special talent. So, like, the moment he gets on campus, he's one of you, you, are like, He's the number one ranked tight end in, in, in two four seven history. So that just go to speak on how talented it is. We we got to see him play at LSU a little bit. He made some plays over there, runs ran some crazy routes, caught some crazy passes. So like the day he shows up, he's tight end one. Uh but I think it's we we got to see Gamble. We got to see um the zipper. Zipper, we got to see them guys cook a little bit last year. That they made some plays, caught some passes, and, and did what they had to do. So it's time for them to just, you know, hone in on their skills, get better. Because they still we're gonna play more than one tight end. Um, Dan Mullen has shown that, so they are gonna get their targets. I think Zipper don't even play the same position as, as some of these guys. I think he's more of an H back type role. He's a different yeah. type of tight end. So I think Zip just need to stay in his little in just in his pocket, what are you going to do and, and be ready? Do, when he's called on to do H-back type things, do what he got to do. Um, we do have a lot of people in that room outside of those guys. So I don't yeah, I like,
2: think we'll have six. That's a lot. It's a lot of scholarships.
0: Right. Because you have um,
2: Gilbert, Gamble, Zipper, Odom, and then Elksness and Wilcox.
0: I would like to see. I would like to know who added more talent. Um, I think we would program changing talent in Transfer Reporter with with Gilbert and Bowman. Like they didn't equate that into the recruiting trail and whatnot, but those those additions are gonna be huge. I think this fall coming up, they those just add two explosive pieces and the type of athletes um that we gotta keep churning out. Cause I think Pitts leaving. Will take us down a notch as far as like uh, the big the big time players in the sure. offense. So I mean, uh, just inserting him back in with guys like Copeland and, and shorter already, and bringing a guy like home run here, just like Bowman that could possibly jump up the depth chart uh, with a with a totally different looking offense because this is going to be something different. It's going to be run heavy, read option type stuff. I just think like we're going to catch some teams by surprise, man. They don't. It's not going to be not a whole lot of fame on what we're about to bring out next year.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a very different offense. Uh, I I was just thinking about it. It's like you brought it up. Has Dan Mullen – and I'm not saying that it it won't happen, but I'm trying to think of all of the people that have transferred to UF from the transfer portal. And I don't think that Dan Mullen has missed on one yet.
0: No. I mean, Reese –
2: Yeah, I mean, Stuart Reese. I mean, he was a starter. (laughs) But, I mean, that's probably your biggest miss, right? I mean, you know, but (laughs) – but you would have never known that, right? I mean, he right, was like right, a right. former, you know, what, second team, you know, OCC, you know, a, a starter. Uh, so outside of him,
0: yeah, he's just been solid. I mean,
2: yeah. because Marlon Dunlap was, you know, I think before the transfer portal. But in terms of, you know, Bowman, we'll see. Um, you know, Gilbert, we'll see. You know, I think we expect a lot. But, you know, you look at Justin Shorter, um, very successful. Grenard. Jonathan Grenard brenton cox right um there's definitely some names that i know that i'm missing in there but you know not not only is florida getting the elite talent in the transfer portal they're able to to turn it into production on the field absolutely cam's wondering about lucas crawl i think that he was just a uh i think that he was just a late ad i think he played ball baseball for a little while cam
0: no lucas crow on the football team he plays not Huh? No, no,
2: he played baseball uh, first and then like Major League Baseball. He's at Kansas now, but that wasn't a transfer portal thing. No, he's at Pitt. I'm sorry. That's what I meant.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. he was a regular recruit for sure.
2: Bro, he had a wild picture at Florida. I'm just looking at his headshot right now. Uh, he's coming back. So um, to Pitt. Sorry. Uh, let's give a shout out. I got a couple of off topic things that I want to talk to you guys about. Let's give a shout out to our friend Carlton Black with Cardinal Financial, new company. Remember that. Uh, licensed in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Virginia. He's going to help you with home loans, conventional loans, FHA loans, VA loans fixed-rate loans, adjustable-rate mortgages, et cetera. Um, He can help with construction loans, down payment assistance, everything that you may need. Also, if you're a real estate agent, he's absolutely looking for partners uh, in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and Virginia. So give Carlton Black a call, 404-769-5501 or carlton.black at cardinalfinancial.com. Gus Malzahn announced as the head coach at UCF today. The AD did what UCF ADs do, and they lie. Said that Gus Malzahn is now the best coach in the state of Florida. Uh, But how do you think that Gus Malzahn is going to do at the University of Central Florida as their new head coach?
0: I think it's a good spot for him. Um, Yeah. I think he's going to get some good athletes. I think Central Florida, the problem Central Florida is always going to have is keeping coaches. If they get any any talent, like, because these guys are going to win fast with the players they get. Gus, Gus Malzahn, um, while I don't like his offense, he could dominate in a conference like that. You know, I think he's going to be a little bit sharper and a little bit uh, ahead of those guys coming from the SEC. So I expect UCF to do pretty well with him there. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who, what kind of staff he puts together being at a, a smaller conference school.
2: Ahmad, what do you think about Gus Malzahn?
0: Um,
1: I mean, he's going to, I mean, it, the guys that go to UCF are, are, are some talented guys, man. It's, uh, I think they they can do well. I mean, it's a lot of speedy guys down there. Um, you like to spread the ball around and spread the offense. So um, I, th- I think, I think he could do pretty well out there.
2: Yeah, I think that he could, they could have definitely done much worse. I think that he is an upgrade over Josh Heupel, uh, who went to be the head coach at the University of Tennessee. Uh, How do you end
0: up with a better coach in Tennessee?
2: It's wild. They, I'm surprised that they didn't call Gus Malzahn.
0: Tennessee took their coach. Then they go hire a better coach than what Tennessee got. That's amazing.
2: And they got paid like $6 million from Tennessee right. to do it. It's wild. And I'm sure Gus Malzahn, I don't know if the contract details have come out, so if they did, my apologies. Uh, but I'm sure Gus took you know a big discount. He just got paid a massive, massive uh, payout from Auburn to leave. So – uh, UCF is going to come out, uh, with big margins, uh, cam $2.3 million a year. So yeah, so they're, they're going to save a bunch of money. They're going to be able to, uh, to float, you know, some big salaries over there in, uh, in Orlando. All right, guys, we've had this discussion a few times on this show. So again, want to get your thoughts. Uh, Nick Saban was on the rich Eisen show, uh, today, and he talked about, the playoff, and he talked about the bowl system. So this is a, a long couple of quotes, but I think it's important to uh, to read them all. He said, way back when, we decided to have two teams, pick the two best teams and let, the, let them play in the championship game. Then everybody wanted to expand it to four teams. It was my comment then that if we expand to four teams, then we have a playoff, everything's going to be about the playoff. All the media interest, everything's going to be about the playoff. The shows they do all year, the shows – like who gets into the NCAA basketball tournament. That's what it's going to be. All the other bowl games and teams that had good seasons but didn't quite get there, the interest in what they do in the offseason is going to be diminished, and that's exactly what happened. And he goes on a little bit more. He said, so I just wonder sometimes if having a playoff in bowl games, and that was the unique thing about bowl games in college football, and a lot of the players got self-gratification out of having good seasons. They got to go to a bowl game, their families, their program – Everything sort of got some positive self-gratification of what they were able to accomplish, even though they weren't national championship caliber or playoff caliber. Now that's been diminished a little bit. You just wonder, can playoffs and bowl games coexist or do we just need to have more teams in the playoff? I'm not saying I'm it or against it. I just think it's a question that people need to answer. So my question to you, Silk Ahmad, can the playoffs and the bowl system
0: coexist? I mean, if they wanted to, but is it going to be good? No, I don't think it'd be a good product. I think they just need to go to a playoff situation. Uh, players are going to keep opting out and finding a reason not to play this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the way things are right now, I just don't see why they would play the game. But I do think they need to expand the playoffs. I think it needs to be more team, except about the size of the NFL playoffs. Right. Just the same format.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the the bowl games are going to get watered down when guys um, see that they're not playing in the Final Four for the championship. I don't think guys are too much in a hurry to play in the freaking, you know, Midas Bowl. You know, so um, they, they're going to have to expand it and, and, and make it like an NFL playoff.
2: What? How many teams would you guys have in your playoff? 16? 8?
0: Eight. Yeah, you can go eight. Six. With a bye for the top seeds, you know.
2: What do you do for all the bowl games after that? Do you do you think you slowly start to diminish those? Do you think that having a 6-6 six and six record and being able to play in postseason is kind of gone? Do you think it's diminished?
0: I mean, they're they going to try to keep doing it as long as they can, but I think eventually, like, it's just not going to make sense to have a bowl game, so, like, Body these kids don't want to play? Anymore. Like,
1: but if you have a bowl game, then have a bowl game against like teams that want. Like, don't don't have like the conferences locked in. Like, that's stupid, bro.
0: But it's still like a meaningless game. Like, true
1: story, true story. It's
0: just still a meaningless, meaningless game.
1: But like, it, it's more meaningless when you got when you know you got to play. You know, we go to the Outback Bowl to play right. Penn State. Like, we tired of doing that shit. You know what I'm
3: saying?
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> You're a bowl of, game. Like
2: Penn State, <laughs> Michigan, and Iowa. Yeah,
1: that's it, bro. <laughs> I mean, you got a while, bro. Let's play USC or something. You know, it's time to get out there. Or, you know, let's play, you know, Washington or something. You know what I'm saying? At least, you know.
2: I will say that I am more frustrated that there's not more geographical options for bowl games. And I get it for TV and things of that nature. But, you know, unless they play in – you know, a playoff game. There's a very that's small still,
0: chance I like, could
2: ever play a, a Washington or an Oregon or a USC, UCLA. We're we still
0: talking from a fan perspective what we want to see. Right. We're not talking about from the players' perspective of why they why would they want to play. Like I don't, I wouldn't care if it's USC or Penn State. Mm-hmm. I don't want this extra game in my body. I'm ready to get a check. Yeah, no,
2: I I don't I don't know the answer. To be curious to see what happens over the next few years. Yeah, because um, as fans,
0: we do want to see the random games, the cross conference, like yeah, let's play USC in the Rose Bowl. Let's do that. You know what I'm saying? A random bowl game, but like you gotta, they gotta find a way to to incentivize it for the players. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, the top guys are just saying, no, nah, I'm gonna sit this out and go pro. Do you think – Not not even just first rounders. Like, we had a bunch of our guys just sit it out and just like, you know what, I'm not chancing at all. I'll go play in the senior bowl. That's Mm -hmm. a bowl. I'll go play in that because I can help myself make some money. Mm -hmm. They're not valuing the bowl games at all.
2: Yeah. Do you think the idea of opting out of the bowl game is here to stay? I know a lot of people kind of blamed it on COVID and kind of the weird season that we had, but do you think the idea of opting out of bowl games is – is here to stay. So,
0: I do. Yeah. I think it's gonna be. We've been watching it grow more and more and more. Like this year was just. They could call it COVID, but I think these guys didn't opt out because of COVID. They were just like business. You, you know, like I'm not gonna go make myself any more money in that game. I can get in front of these scouts at the Senior Bowl, so let me just get healthy, fresh, work out a little bit, and, and put on the show in front of these scouts at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. Ahmad, what about you?
1: Yeah, man. I don't think I mean, how, how much are these scouts right looking at it like, again, the Midas Bowl? I mean, you know, right. They, <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, it's the last <laughs> game of the season. I mean, I know some I'm, some dudes probably be ready to get the season over with, man. It's it's a long process. Dudes just be out yeah. there sometimes just winging it. Um, You know, they, if they're looking at bowl games. They're looking at Final Four. You know, I think we get a playoff system in that look at those games.
2: Um, yeah, I mean I think it's tough to you know get hyped to go to Shreveport, Louisiana for a Yeah, day I, day don't, I don't I don't want to do that. It's
1: cold, it's cold, you know what we're gonna do all week. It's not much and you don't get
2: days. you don't get the you don't get the good gifts there either.
1: No. I don't know. I, yeah. I My bet. Look, I played the national championship, Dan, and the best bowl game gifts was Capital One. By far. By yeah, far. Shout out shout out to Capital One. Capital One Bowl.
2: Shout out to Capital One Bowl um we didn't announce it earlier florida is going to play a uh, a game that they haven't played in a very long time they're going to play notre dame um in 2031 and then 2032 uh game in 2032 is in gainesville 2031 is in south bend so getting the be damn
0: like, we might be we might be wearing like six masks by then but, um <laughs> the
2: stadium, Miguel's gonna have
1: my 40s
0: down <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> it's real crazy, man. <laughs> yeah,
2: it sure, sure is. Jeez, what is that? That's ten years from now. Yeah, wow. Hmm. Well, look out for the Stadium and gale tailgate. It might be a little bit different. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, big uh-uh. difference.
2: Yeah, a little low key. Yeah. Still, could be almost fifty by that point.
0: it'd yeah, be in the uh, steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be.
2: silk serves like Metamucil and Pepto Bismol instead of beers. I can see it and see it now.
0: Just beat that into my life, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) All right,
2: so give us our uh, Manscaped ad read, and then uh, we'll get out of here.
0: Shout out to the great folks at Manscaped. The best of the best when it comes to keeping them balls smooth. If you need lawnmower 3.0, use coupon code SG at checkout. The lawnmower 3.0 is a trimmer. Uh, You can use it in the shower. Snag proof. So you're safe. It's not going to cut anything. It's not going to slit anything. And you're you going to be able to perform that night. Coupon code SG at checkout. Manscaped.com. The best of the best when it comes to man grooming. Uh, Be sure to check out the weed whacker as well. Very important. We're keeping the ears fresh. And it's starting to warm back up. Winter time was cool, but winter's short in Florida. It's going to be real warm by like next month. Right, Then March? Yeah. Warming on up, right?
2: Should be warming on up, got a couple yeah, gotta, more months, and it'll be Christmas time again.
0: Yeah, you got to re up on that ball deodorant. Time to re up, baby. Uh, Q. Code SG at checkout. You don't think you need ball deodorant until you try some ball deodorant. I agree. We you some this weekend. Uh, want to send our
2: thoughts and prayers to the family of Vincent Jackson, uh, Ahmad's former teammate, a uh, member of the uh, Tampa Bay community. Um, owned a bar of a friend that I know pretty well. Um, so, uh, rest in peace to, uh, to Vincent Jackson. So. With, that, with that being said, Ahmad, you had the, you had the song of the week last week, right? Or was that still,
1: uh, I think it's your turn now. It's
2: my turn. Jeez.
1: You know, know gonna, you, know what you know we're gonna. You know we're
2: gonna play is the entire time when we were waiting for you, Oman. I was singing that Goosebumps song by Travis Scott, so we'll do that. One. He
1: was. Uh-huh.
2: It was just. It's just in my head. So we'll we'll do a little. We'll do that. We'll do the Goosebumps remix with. Uh, is it H H V M E? I don't. I don't know. I just know the song. So let's do that. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's Travis Scott featuring I M E. I don't know. I don't know if that's supposed to pronounce. I, I don't know. I'm. J- I'm just here to play the Goosebumps remix. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just out of
1: control. (laughs) Very, very good. Very good. Very good.
2: Here for the vibes, boys. same, Same corner and same time next week.
0: Same corner, same time. Believe that.
3: Yeah.
4: I need that high, Throw that to the side, yo. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. When you're not around, when you throw that to the side, yo. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. 713. Through the gray one yeah, I'm riding. Why they on me? Why they on me? I'm flying. Sipping low key. I'm sipping low key in Onyx. Flying rider. When I'm pulling up right beside you Pop star Lil Mariah When I text Kid Game wireless. Throw a stack on the Bible Never snap and try to took Molly She fall through plenty Her and all her guineas Yeah We at the top floor Right there off Duini. Yeah Oh no, I can't fuck with y'all Yeah, when I'm with my squad I cannot do no wrong Yeah, been in the city Don't get misinformed Yeah, they gon' pull up on you yeah, we gon' do some things, some things you can't relate Yeah, cause we from a place, a place you cannot stay Or oh, you can't go, or oh, I don't know Or oh, back the fuck up off me
3: I get those goosebumps every time, yeah You come around, yeah You ease my mind, you make everything for fun worry about those comments, I'm way too numb, yeah, it's way too dumb, yeah.
4: I get those goosebumps every time, I need the high throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah, when you're not around, when you throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. Uh, I wanna press my line, yeah, I wanna press my... I wanna agree like, I wanna be like, I wanna press my line, yeah I wanna take that ride, right, yeah, I'm gonna press my line I wanna agree like, I wanna be like, I wanna press my Mama dear, spare your feelings, I'm reliving moments, feeling more residual I can buy the building, burn the building, take your bitch, rebuild the building just to fuck some more I can justify my love for you, I touch the sky, forgot to stop the building wall. Put the pussy on the pedestal, put the pussy on the high hoops, that pussy the that- I see the dark, hear the pipe, pick the peppers, I can pick your brain and put your heart together. We depart the shady parts of party heart, the diamond is sure as the moon forever. My best shot might shoot forever like
3: I get those goosebumps every time. Yeah. You come around here, yeah. you're my mind, you make everything feel fine. Worry about those songs, I'm waiting on you here. Is waiting on you down here.
4: I get those goosebumps every time.